Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. Hey, yo. What's good with y'all out there? This is the Gav. I'm Kamal. Oh, yeah, I got to start saying this in the beginning because motherfuckers don't be remembering. But like, share, comment, hit that subscription button. And for the potters out there, it's on motherfucking Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. I'm going to say it in the beginning, and I got to say it at the end because y'all motherfuckers don't be remembering. And also, comment. Goddamn. I'm trying to engage with y'all. Shit, I see the likes, I see the views, I appreciate that. But comment, talk y'all shit, shit, even if you don't agree with me. Now, if you don't agree with me, don't, don't be sensitive when I say some certain shit, alright? <laughs> it might be some things said back that you might not like. But yes, comment, shit. Anyway, let's get into the topics though. Oh man, uh, I guess, I guess I get... Fucking Tom Brady the hand clap. Uh, even though they build a fucking super team around the nigga. I guess, you know, seven rings. He's the GOAT. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Man. Damn, man. I thought Patty Mahomes was about to do it for the Chiefs. For Black History Month. It didn't happen. They got their ass whooped. I don't know what the Chiefs was doing. They were playing like bullshit, yo. They couldn't score. All they did was field goals. They couldn't stop Tampa Bay. I don't know what they were doing out there. It was like, look, they were playing peewee football out there. They were just fucking in just no grit, no energy. Um, Patty Mahomes, he was dealing with a little toe injury. But fuck all that, man. No excuses. Y'all played like bullshit. Kansas City played like bullshit, man. Shout out to the gamers I watch, man. It's real 85 and Puss and Boots. Sorry that y'all Chiefs lost, man. Damn. You know, they like to say, I guess out there, they'd be like, Chiefs Chopper or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> but damn, man. Sorry for y'all lost, man. Kansas City, man. Patty Mahomes, bro. I thought you was going to do it for the light skins. Oh, now we back at the bottom of the totem pole. Oh. Nah, but I guess it was sweet because it was like basically the home game for like, I mean, the home game for the home team, Tampa Bay. Super Bowl was in Tampa Bay. I think that was the first time that ever happened and they ended up winning. And then I guess it's a great storyline. Tom Brady, the GOAT, won seven out of ten Super Bowls. Hey, kudos to Bruh. <laughs> anyway, we about to switch that topic fast because my Packers should have been there. See <laughs> They, I ain't even going to say nothing. I'm going to leave it at that. All right? <laughs> All right, on to the next topic. I get, I get this a lot. The collab, collaboration. Everybody want to collab. Collab, collab, collab. Man, stop with the collab bullshit, yo. Like, this is my thing. Let the collab happen organically. Be a fan of somebody work first. Enjoy they shit. Then try to collab with them. Most of y'all out there, y'all be like, damn, we ain't got numbers. Oh, you doing something? Oh, I need to collab. Oh, we need to collab. Oh, we need to... What? No. Because what if y'all... It doesn't make sense for y'all to collab. 
like no sense at all. Then what's the point? And what's the point of trying to collab with somebody if you don't know they work? If you're not like a fan of they work? Or it not even be a fan, but just notice what they're doing. See some of their stuff. They're a fucking author, right? Read some of their books. Read a book. One. If they do YouTube videos. Watch more than one, two videos. If these motherfuckers is a fucking, what you call it? A, a, a yoga instructor. Shit. Read up on some yoga. At least know the terms or something. Instead of, y'all niggas want to be like, let's collab. Everybody needs to collab. No bullshit. Not everybody needs to collab with each other. You feel me? Like, take it to, th- like, all right, let's put it like this, right? I don't want everything collab. Think about it like this. I like ranch. I like ice cream. But I don't want them two motherfuckers collabing with each other. What the fuck? Ranch ice cream. That'd be a disgusting flavor. Ugh. Ugh. Blah. <laughs> Yo. But some collabs I will like. You feel me? You know, peanut butter and jelly. Keep it simple. I got to keep it simple for you you people out there sometimes. Y'all, if I take it over the top, y'all be like, man, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> but yeah, this is my thing with collab. Stop asking motherfuckers to collab if you don't know nothing about their work or if you're not really a fan of what they're doing. You're just trying to collab to be on some collab shit. And that's stupid because then it ain't going to jail. People are going to notice. They're going to be like, Oh, they don't really rock with each other. That shit seeming awkward. So, entrepreneurs, creatives, hell, even the uh, corporate motherfuckers <laughs> out there, the collaboration, stop just talking about collabing and enjoy somebody's work first. Become a fan. Or even, you don't even got to be a fan. But enjoy the work first and then try to collab. Y'all be trying to collab right off the back. I'm tired of hearing that shit. Y'all go kiss ass with all that bullshit. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. That bullshit. With that being said, I am about to collab with some people. Some people that in, I enjoy their work. I genuinely watch their work. Whatever they do, I'm on it. That's who I'm collabing with. Mm. Bow! Get them with it. Oh, you hoes. <laughs> Alright, man, let's get to the next topic, you feel me? Ah, man, got this topic. Why in high school are they teaching you bullshit? Why are they teaching you geometry, chemistry, false history? I mean, it's cool to learn geometry and chemistry and... Not false history. Them niggas be bullshitting. <laughs> Bruh, somehow in the textbook, them pages be stuck together. You know, the one where they had George Washington owning slaves. I think that them pages got stuck together, right? They super glued it. That was never in the history books. At least not the ones I learned in high school. But this is my thing. Especially, I say, when it gets to 11th and 12th grade, why aren't you teaching kids about taxes, investing in stocks, Hell, paying bills. Hell, that might need to be taught in like ninth grade because some kids out there work early. They got to learn the the importance of money and paying bills or even like buying a house down the line or 
Hello, how credit works? Like, <laughs> can we teach those things to the kids? I would have loved to learn that shit when I was fucking 15, 16, or 17. You feel me? I didn't say 18, because by the time I was 18, I was in college. You feel me? I was, I was kind of, I was a little smart. You feel me? I know to read a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, why are we teaching kids this shit? Like, this is real world problems that kids need to learn how to deal with. How to do their taxes. How the motherfucking uh, credit works in the world. Hell, even how to buy a house. Or some paying bills. I had to learn how to pay bills on my fucking own. I had to navigate through that shit on my own. That shit was bull. I know we got YouTube out there now and all that good, good golly stuff or whatever. You could Google. My nigga Google. He cool. He be giving everybody all the answers. I be like, tell that nigga like, yo, chill, B. Stop giving everybody the answers. Not everybody deserves the answers, okay? <laughs> oh, man. But, like I said, I think these type of subjects need to be taught in high school. In the right type of history, too. Like, teach the kids the right things. Hell, how about you ask the kids what are they interested in? What do you really like? Then teach them skills to help them out with that. Including these basic skills. I'm just saying, man. Sometimes high school be feeling like they trying to teach you how to be a fucking robot. And just work at a fucking assembly line or some shit like that. It's like, bruh. Man, I remember I was in high school. I was like, bro, all this shit I'm learning. Except for math. I use a lot a lot of math and geometry and, you know. But other than that, all that other shit I really don't be. I didn't remember none of that bullshit. <laughs> like, man. I wish they would have taught me stuff that I'm talking about. High school should be taught. Man. Maybe in 2055. <laughs> Damn. That's a long time away. <laughs> Damn. 2055. We teaching this in high school. Hey. Anyway. Enough about the topics. Let's get into the. Sad segment. Wait, and I got a doozy for you today. Oh man, the little things. Uh huh. With Denzel Washington. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Y'all thought wrong. Y'all thought wrong. Y'all thought I was gonna give you hand claps. This movie was ass milk. It was fucking pooty. I can't believe it. Damn. That's the one and only Denzel movie that I don't like. Very 2021-ish. Damn. Anyway, let me give you some semantics. You yeah, feel me? The little things that was on HBO and in so-called theaters. Like, nigga, what, what theater? The invisible one? The home theater. Yep, that one. That one, the home theater. I get it. Home theater. <laughs> My dad jokes is impeccable. Uh... So this movie had Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. Ooh, nice, nice little cast right there. You feel me? Had other supporting cast members, but these are the three main people. And you thinking these three people in the movie? You like? Oh shit! It's about to be good. Okay, you feel me? 
The director and writer was John Lee Hancock. I'm like, all right. They put a nice little budget, 30 mil. Okay. So far, they grossed out 13 mil. It's been out for two weeks. Uh, to me, I personally don't think that's good. You got less than half of your budget in two weeks with this big cast. That's not good. <laughs> all that Rotten Tomato and the other shit, them percentages, I don't listen to them niggas anyway. Them critics be on bullshit. I'm like, whatever. A movie could have 5% on Rotten Tomato would be a great movie and then be having like 95% and it'd be the asses movie in Planet Aceton. Like that shit, I'm like, nigga, never listen to them. <sighs> but anyway, man, little the little things. So, this movie hurt my heart. Oh, it hurt my fucking heart. Denzel Washington in a pool movie. Did he do it for the check? That's what I want to know. But anyway, the beginning started out, it's this dude chasing this uh white lady. You know, he walking all slow. Like slower than Jason. That's it. That's that's unheard of. That is unheard of. He's walking slower than Jason to this shit. She's running. Oh god, he's about to kill me. He got I don't know how she didn't get away. Cause this nigga took dumbass long to get all his equipment to kill her. So he get all the shit or whatever and start chasing. He walking her down. She running. And of course, she falls. Oh my God. Why does the white lady always fall in the fucking horror movies? Or suspense movies? Or thriller movies? Can we have her at least land one time? Like actually hit that jump and be in stride and doesn't fall? And still get caught? That'd be fine. I'll be okay with that. Every time. Always fall. So she fucking fell. Got back up, then the semi-truck was coming, then she just stopped right in front of it, and then bam, the little things. At that point, I was like, yeah, okay, I see it. Denzel about to be in an epic movie. Okay, I like how this started off. And then, it went downhill from there. <laughs> That's it. Start becoming ass. I'm like, bruh. Bruh. So then basically, you go into uh, basically uh, Remy Malik, his character, he started like talking, he giving like a speech about the case or whatever. Um, and then Denzel comes in. He's like a, he's like an old policeman legend. Hella people know him. Everybody like, oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You feel me? And I'm like, all right, cool. He interrupt, bruh, a little conference and stuff. And then bro was like, Man, who this motherfucker interrupting my shit? And then one dude was like, that's the legend right there, basically. And he was like, oh, all righty then. So then bro started talking to him. And he's like, bro, I got a case. You should hop on the case. And Denzel was like, nah, man, I'm not trying to be on the case. I got to go to vacation. He didn't say that shit, but basically that's what he was saying. So like he kept bugging him. So then Denzel was like, you know what? I'm going to be on the case. You feel me? But this case can succumb you. You feel me? It could take over your mental. Trust me, I know. That's what he was basically telling the young rook. So then, uh, basically, uh, the whole thing too, uh, Rami Malek, uh, a character was taking over Denzel's position as a detective. You learn, you learn that later on down the line. But, they start solving a case. That's the synopsis of this fucking movie. It's just two oh. cops chasing down a serial killer. 
Yeah, that's it. Performances, they're pretty good. But I think that's what these motherfuckers are banking on. They're banking on these guys' performances that outweigh the shitty plot. Because that plot was shitty. It was no good storyline. Shit was ass. Anyway, boom. They start chasing the killer and stuff like that. And, like, he started reminiscing. Like, Denzel started reminiscing about the, the old case that he had. And I was like, I'm kind of, I'm like, did this is this old case linking up with the new case? They didn't really explain that. So that was like a mystery door. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. They don't know. They wrote the fucking movie. Come on, John Lee Hancock, you wrote it. Help us. Shit. But not uh basically they start trying to find the killer and they start getting clues and stuff, but then they'll start having nightmares and you start it start being revealed that oh his older case, he lost everything because of this case, because he was just so just succumbed by the case and just ah oh, and and thrilled by it and just entangled by it and it's just like he lost his wife he lost his kids a lot of money all that you know how it goes they show that all the time with detectives good detectives lose everything i guess that should be the slogan <laughs> good detectives lose everything damn cool but yeah they uh they end up starting to find clues and then this is where jared leto character come in i'm like oh this nigga oh, he about to be a smooth killer okay little psychopath so then bruh they start connecting the dots, and then, like, they start noticing Jared Leto is like, okay, he's a serial killer, but we got to find evidence on, bro. So, they they get to this this one part, right? And me and my roommate talked about it. We was like, yo, in every Denzel movie, they always have Denzel do some type of fucking action. Like, in the Equalizer, they have that nigga killing motherfuckers with spoons and sporks. I couldn't believe it myself. He if I take this knife right here, I kill this guy, but the other guy won't get it. But if I take this spork and shoot it like a boomerang, I'll get both of them. I'm using the spork. <laughs> but anyway, off tangent and shit, this motherfucker went into Jared Leto's uh, house or whatever, right? Went to his crib and he finds out like he is the killer because his bird has like souvenirs under the, the floorboard and stuff. And, like, by the way, bro was moving, he most definitely was a killer and stuff like that. But, um, bro, Jared Leto character finds out that Denzel's in his house or somebody's there. And, like, the, uh, Remy Mella character was, like, on watch duty and finds out and calls Denzel's like, yo, get out the house. Bro on his way. Denzel gets out the house. I can't believe they got this 66-year-old man climbing a roof looking old as hell. I'm sorry, Denzel. I am a fan. I love all your work except for this. And I can't believe they had your age showing. <laughs> Bruh, I'm like, hell no. This nigga struggling to get on the roof. Goddamn. I can't believe they got me doing this. <laughs> nigga almost fell, slipped off. And then the whole city watching him like, is that Denzel Washington climbing the roof? I can't believe it. I can't believe it's Denzel. <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't believe I'm like, damn. Denzel had all the gray hair and all his age are showing in everything. But they end up bringing Jared Leto in fucking custody. And then... They start questioning him, and then, like, they had to let him go or some bullshit. And then he started mocking uh, Malik's fucking character. He's like, yo, 
did I kill the girls? Do you want to find out? Do you want to know? I'll show you. This motherfucker falls for that bullshit. So then these niggas, he driving around to the desert, and he has, bruh, dig up hella holes. He digged up like 50 holes. I thought, bro, it was Dig Dug. If y'all don't know who Dig Dug is, you're too young. <laughs> bro, I was like, bro, why he got him digging up all these goddamn holes? He fucking with him. And so then, Jared Leto character just start basically saying like, hey, bro, yo, you ain't shit. Your family think you a sucker. You ain't nothing. You will never be anything. You will never find out who killed so-and-so. Bye, bye, bye. You're never going to crack the case. And at that moment, he most definitely cracked the case in a way you don't want to crack the case. <laughs> he hit that nigga with a shovel, guys, I bam, and killed him. I thought, I thought the fucking that guy was gonna be way stronger than that. That nigga, that nigga, instantly, so quickly, I was like, oh man, what? No lead up? That's it? You killed him? And then you get Denzel backstory, and what happens is. He's at his old case. He's at a crime scene. And this white lady, first of all, I'm like, why wouldn't you announce yourself? You had a you had a crime scene and the cops is there and they don't know you there. The white lady come out was like, oh, and then Denzel just kablow, shoot her right in the fucking heart. Kills her. So that haunts him. It haunts him because he still ain't cracked the case and he killed an innocent person. So like they had this little bullet, bullet fragment that like one of the uh, forensic people that came to. She had it around her neck, gave it to him. I don't know, some symbolism shit. I don't know. At this point, I was like, bro, this is some horse shit right now. Kills him, right? <sighs> yep, the young rook calls up Denzel. And is like, bro, I, I killed the suspect. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Denzel comes over, be like, saves the day. Fucking be like, yo, we about to chop this motherfucker up. We gonna... Gonna bury the holes up and do gonna go about our merry day. And then it was like one point Jerry uh uh a Mallet character was like, Oh, there's this like red ribbon thing that he said that he had, da da da. But Denzel never finds it, but he like he buys one and sends it to him, so he has a clear conscience, unlike how Denzel had. And yeah, you saw how that was it. That's why I paused right there like that. Yeah, I want y'all to have the same reaction, like, is that it? Yes, that's it. That's the end of the movie. That, that's it. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my God. Gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, man. And with that being said, the intro made no sense to the rest of the movie. Anyway. Let's get into you know what time we about to get into. It's me time. time. You know how I like my memes. I like my memes. Well done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into the first meme, and we got Black Panther smacking the hell out of this white thug. And this is what it says. Potters out there had to explain that. All right. But this is what it says. I'm not racist. 
I just know there's a difference between black people and n n. Sonny said niggas, what's up, him? Salate, sagawazim. Look it, it is freedom of speech. Say what you want, but be aware of the consequences. You might get hit with a ha la 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 bow. <laughs> Woo! Let's get into the next meme. Oh man. See, this is how I'm trying to incorporate my memes for y'all. I'm trying to have one probably political or a little more edgy. Another one probably sexual and edgy. And then another one, maybe it depends how how I feel. If I want it to be political, edgy, all that shit. So that's what I'm trying to do for y'all out there. But anyway, on to the next meme. All right, for the potters out there, bruh, all it is, it got the the uh, crying face laughing. Like, ha, then it got the, the angry face. But uh, it says, so it has a whole bunch of hashtags. Not going to read those. Who gives a damn? But it says, her, can I get some Dioc? <laughs> Me, you got Dioc money? Cause I ain't fucking with no biatch that can't pay my bills. Now you see how bumming you hoes be sounding? I think he meant to say bummy, but bumming, I got it. I got you. I understand. And then at the bottom, it was who gives a damn. <laughs> but um, yeah, that shit's whack both ways though. When a man does it, woman does it, all that shit, it's like, you feel me? It's like, it's whack. Man. When dudes like say shit like this, or if a woman says it, back is whack both ways. Like, oh, do you got money for get to these to these goodies? Do you got the money for these goodies? Oh, do, 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 do goodies? No, motherfucker, fuck out of here, man. And at this point, don't even give a response. You just give a look, like you know the emoji that goes like this, and then just give the puke emoji. <laughs> Can I get, if a chick, can I get some D and you ain't fuck with her? Or if a dude, can I get the pwn and you ain't fuck with him? Just be like, nah, bruh. Not today. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I got this meme before Tom Brady won. And he won. But, um, let me, uh, let me explain to the potters out there. You got Dr. Umaji, or... Oh, Omar, whatever. How the f you say his name? You know who he is when you see him. He speak that black power shit. I fuck with it. But sometimes he kind of outrageous with his takes. But whatever. Then you got on the other side, you got this black dude looking like, bruh, on the bus. And it says, y'all want Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl in Black History Month against a black QB? And what happened? He won. God damn it. Damn. Damn. So far, one of the things that's been good about Black History Month is that LeBron got to kick out a white thug, that savage of a woman, out of a basketball game. I give hand claps for that. Get out of here, you savage. Damn. <laughs> Damn, you know I like my memes. My memes make me so much joy. Anyway, I'm Kamal, and this is 
the gap. And like the tubers say, like, share, comment, subscribe, and push that notification bell. Actually, I'ma switch it up. Yo, uppercut the motherfucker notification bell. Elbow the comments. Kick the like in the throat. Okay? And make sure you comment. I'm trying to engage with y'all. Comment. Talk y'all shit. I don't care if you agree with me or not. Talk that shit. And for the potters out there, I'm on SoundCloud and I'm on Apple Podcasts. On that note, I'm out of here. Damn it. Tom Brady cheated to get to the Super Bowl. I said, this was a gap. This was a gap. Ooh, yeah.